And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. This is Andy Webb with Lifestyles Unlimited. And as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And hey, on today's show, let's talk cash. And I, I, I know you've heard the phrase, cash is king. But I'm going to, I, I want to rephrase that a bit. And, and I want to change it to say, cash flow is king. So really, let's not talk cash. Let's talk cash flow more so. And that brings me to Del Walmsley's Three Rules of Investing. And Del Walmsley, if you don't know who he is, he is the founder of Lifestyles Unlimited. He founded Lifestyles uh, over 33 years ago. So he's been around for a while. He's been through three full economic cycles as a real estate investor. So he's somebody I absolutely listened to. And a long time ago, a long time ago, he put together th his three rules of investing. Number one, I'm just going to enumerate those for you. Number one, don't lose money. Don't lose money. Number two, it has to cash flow. And then number three, finally, you you can't get rich slow. We'll probably work that in towards the end of the show. I do want to focus on the cash flow today, but we do need to start actually with that first rule, which is don't lose money. When we're talking, this is a, a real estate investor radio show, so that's that's our focus, of course, and that's my focus today. And and you may ask yourself, well, can you lose your money when you invest in and buy real estate at retail prices. What do I what do I mean by retail? That's that's the market rate. That's the market price. Absolutely you can. Forget about timing the market. As a real estate investor, you should be buying in up cycles. You should be buying when it's flat and and you should of course be buying in down cycles. Now that's where you're really going to make some money. Um but what we buy throughout. How do we do that? Well, Second question, I asked, can you lose money when, when you buy at retail prices? And yeah, absolutely you can. Second question is, can you lose your money, however, when you buy at wholesale prices? In, in other words, at a, at a discount. If I'm paying 50 cents on the dollar for a piece of real estate, can I lose money? Well, I'm certainly better protected. Can you lose money? Absolutely you can. But here, it's really up to you and how you operate that property. Can, if you mismanage it, in other words, yeah, you can lose money. But the good news the good news is, and I mentioned this a moment ago, Lifestyles Unlimited is over 30 years old. We've been around for a long time, and we teach you how to be a good operator so that you don't mismanage that property or those properties. And then you just focus on buying right, buying at wholesale prices rather than retail. And we teach you. We, we teach you that as well. How do you buy right? Now, going back to that, fa that, that, that phrase, cash is king, um, that may be true in some cases, but I would tell you that is not the case when buying an investment property. Now, I know there are people out there listening right now, and I know people in my, my, my circle of friends that remain, and it kills me, they, they remain all cash buyers. That's a bad idea. There, there's a perception there, because I'm paying all cash and I do not have a mortgage, I do not have any debt to service, there's a, a, a perception there of lower risk. Now, I, however, see that as greater risk. Why is that? Because you're concentrated, let's say, in one asset. 
if you're paying all cash, you're unable to spread that cash across more assets as I can as a leveraged investor, meaning somebody that puts debt on the, the properties. Let's just take a, for instance, a uh, cash buyer, $200,000 house, goes out and pays retail. Well, they've just put down $200,000 on one single asset, all focused in one place. That's risky. Or maybe what they do, they, they've heard the message. They say, I'm not going to pay retail. I'm going to go ahead and buy at wholesale prices. They, they find a house for sale for $100,000. They put in $50,000 of their money, again, cash buyer, to renovate this house because it's in bad shape. And when they're done, it's now worth that $200,000. So instead of two hundred, now, well, they've got $150,000 out of pocket, a little less. Um, but we don't do that. At Lifestyles Unlimited, we buy right. We, we, we follow the Lifestyles Unlimited model. We do use leverage debt, typically hard money, because typically these are assets that we're getting at a discount due to the condition. We'll fix it up and then refinance into longer-term debt. So in the above example, if I take those numbers, $200,000 market value, when it's fixed up, we call that after repair value, and I buy it for 100, put 50K in, my out-of-pocket's gonna be closer to $20,000, a little bit less. 20,000 versus 150. There's a huge difference there. If I have 150 or 200K to invest, and I'm not saying that's what it takes to invest in a house, if I can take that cash, and spread it across instead of one asset, and instead I can put that into eight. Boy, we talk on the show all the time about the five ways that we make money. Well, I'm enjoying appreciation across eight assets, not one. I'm enjoying cash flow, right, the topic today, across eight assets, not one. And you have to remember that one of the reasons we like real estate as an investment class, single family houses, rental property, uh, residential, and apartments, is because we do make money multiple ways. When I buy it, I get the cash flow. When I buy it through the process, I create what we call equity capture. Again, doing the math, that's that $200,000 house. When I'm done fixing it up, that's what it's worth. But I buy it for $100,000, put in $50,000 worth of work. The net is that fifty k difference. Um, that's my equity capture. And there, there are really big big numbers out there in the market right now around equity capture. Now, I'm, gonna, I'm not flipping this thing. It's an investment. I'm going to hold it for a number of years, three to five years, something like that. And over that period of time, I'm going to have a, a resident place. They're paying the mortgage for me, and I'm going to have equity buildup over the years. And there will be market appreciation. Again, back to my comment about timing the market. Who knows, you know, is the market going to start to slide? It's, it's very, very locationally dependent. So whether you're listening to me on the coast somewhere or in Texas or, you know, Chattanooga, Tennessee, your market will behave different than, than those other markets that I just mentioned. So some markets could be going up, some could be going down, but you're going you're gonna to get stuck trying to time the market. So don't even do that. You're going to get that equity capture. You're going to make your own economy, and that's going to be buffer for you. But we're going to have that equity buildup, and there will be appreciation. If you're holding it for three to five years, you're going to see a return to appreciation if it, if it goes away at all. In Texas, I don't think that will happen. That's my opinion. Um, but uh, you, you, you enjoy that as well as the tax advantages. And this is the point. If I'm an all-cash investor and I buy one house... Yeah, I'll get that. I get that equity capture. I'll, uh, I'll get the advantages on the tax side. I'll, I'll see that appreciation on that one single asset. But if instead I can take that and spread that across multiple assets, in my example, I could do eight houses for 20K out of pocket and be just about where that cash buyer was. Now I've got eight houses that are appreciating. I've got eight houses that are cash flowing. I've got eight houses that bring me tax advantages, and those get multiplied. They, they, they really do. 
And again, that equity capture, that that one is huge. If you capture just $25,000 per house, and that's about an average that we're seeing right now in some markets anyhow, times eight, that's $200,000 that you've just gotten out the door compared to that $50,000 in equity capture in the, the example we're talking about. Clearly, leverage is superior. I think that's the point I want you to take away. Now, if you have to do it, if you just have to pay cash, and, and sometimes you might because the seller is in a hurry, there's something going on there, um, think about delayed financing. So if you got to pay cash, you can do that to get the deal closed. Look into delayed financing. Just be aware that delayed financing is based on your purchase price. That's what you're going to be refinancing out, a, a percentage of that. And whatever you put into that property in terms of rehab, you do not get to to refinance that back out. So if it's a if it's a house with a heavy lift, in our example, 50K, I've seen some that are 80K lately, um, I would not want to do delayed financing on those. And on another comment too, you know, a lot of what I've sourced over the years and other members at Lifestyles Unlimited, we, 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 we buy from wholesalers. That's where we're getting those wholesale prices. And if you're getting lead emails directly from them and it says sometimes cash only, ask the question. If I see that from a new, new wholesaler, somebody I've recently met out at a meetup or something, I always ask, well, it says cash only. Do you really mean that? Because typically it's cash or hard money. Most, most investors view hard money same as cash because it closes so quickly. It doesn't mind the condition of the property. So reach out and confirm that. Cash or cash and hard money. So that's rule number one. Never lose money. And that takes me to rule number two. And this is really my focus today. It has to cash flow. We really just focus on one of the five ways that we make money when we're starting to to build this business. We're, we're not buying to hold for appreciation, right? That's just icing on the cake. We're not hoping the value goes up. It is speculation. We're certainly not buying expressly for that reason. Again, talking to investors on the coast, I see this a lot where you're willing to stomach a zero cash flow property or even one where you're making a loss from a cash flow perspective, you're feeding that thing while you wait for the values to go up very, very risky. We're not doing that. We're buying for cash flow. And again, going back to what we said earlier, buying right because we don't want to lose money, buying at wholesale prices because we are buying at a discount. I want you to understand this as well. We, we create a very large equity buffer. So even if we are at the top of the market and I can't time it, I can't tell you exactly, and then there is a decline in prices, we can absorb that by way of that equity buffer if we need to sell. Of course, we're not flippers. We're not focused on a quick sale. If we are cash flow positive, and again, that's rule number two, it has to cash flow. We do our, our underwriting at the start when we're reviewing these investment opportunities, and it has to cash flow. And if we are cash flow positive, that means we are covering that mortgage. So going back to that, that common fear that I hear from cash, all cash buyers, mortgage too risky. Look, if you're, if you're cash flow positive, you're not losing money. You've got that covered. And even if prices do decline somewhat, do we have to sell? No. And even if we have to, we've got that equity buffer. We're protected there. But we just hold. We, we, we hold on through the cycle. Right? And this goes back to having good operations as well. And if you look in the rearview mirror, and it's been a while now, but look back to the Great Recession, and a lot of operators did fall out of the market that, at that time. People did lose money. People did lose their shirts. But these were people that 
were not good operators, who survived, people that bought right, people that had that equity buffer, people that had cash flow, that could just ride it out, people that had good operations. And this is, again, why buying with leverage rather than all cash and acquiring multiple assets will, in fact, serve you better. Yeah, you have a higher debt load. It's funny, I, I used to abhor debt. I was one of those guys that wanted to pay down my house and be debt-free. I've totally done a 180 and I've gone in an entirely different direction and the more debt I can have, not consumer debt, but debt for my investments, the, the, the better I'm doing, ultimately. So I like the leverage. I've done an about-face. I had a mindset shift thanks to what I learned at Lifestyles Unlimited. But now that I'm buying with leverage and acquiring mass, uh, multiple assets across multiple markets, it's interesting because I've observed this on the upside, going up, riding that wave up as we saw the appreciation. Different sub-markets, different markets do in fact move differently. I have investments in, in, in on, uh, south of Dallas. I have investments north of Dallas. I have investments in, in Fort Worth. And they all move a little bit different. South Dallas was a little bit depressed, and all of a sudden the appreciation there just skyrocketed. It just took off like a rocket. Whereas North Dallas kind of plateaued for a bit. And they're just kind of moving at different paces. That plays in as well to an added layer of protection, in my view, when you're across multiple markets, across multiple assets. We're going to get across this break, and I want to come and talk about cash flow in your life when we come back. Got questions? Call Lifestyles Unlimited at 855-497-4335. The Real Estate Investor Radio Show continues next. There is a dream killer here somewhere today. You're going to run into somebody that's going to tell you this stuff doesn't work. Like Vinette said, it's a scam. This is probably a multi-level marketing program. Somebody is going to tell you it doesn't work because you're the wrong race, the wrong age, the wrong sex, the wrong sexual preference, the something or other. And this is all set up so rich people can be successful and all you poor people can't. And if you believe that, they've won. But if you don't, you win. Don't believe the dream killers. Start winning today with the Lifestyles Unlimited free workshop. Get the knowledge you need to replace your income in two to five years, and then find out how to take action. Register for the free online workshop at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Andy Webb, and hope you're having a great day out there. We're, we're talking cash flow now. We're talking cash flow today. We've, we looked at two of Del Walmsley's three rules of investing. Number one, never lose money. Very important. And number two, it has to cash flow. And buying right, that helps you never lose money. And as, as, a, as a good operator uh, on an ongoing continuum, if you're cash flow positive, well, you're not losing money. Just you know, operationally, that, that makes sense. Now, I used a number. I just picked some numbers that, that are kind of close to the market here where I am now. And I uh, talked about a, a house that values at 200 k Cash buyers out there, they're, they're dropping $200,000 on these investments. Now, you don't have to have... $200,000 
to do this. That was just a number, again, that's representative of what I'm seeing out in the, the market, and more importantly, so that you can understand the, the differences between the leveraged buyer and that cash buyer, just at an upper level. So if you are buying with leverage, and you may have this question, if you are buying with leverage using debt and following the Lifestyles Unlimited model, how much, how much cash does it typically take? If I don't have to bring $200,000 to the table and you don't, how much does it take? Well, let's differentiate, just go one step farther just quickly. And here what I'm talking about really is buying distressed assets using hard money. That's part of one of the tools in our, in our, in our toolbox. What I'm not talking about is again, buying that retail priced house at full market price using financing. A lot of people, when they first think about buying an investment property, with financing, they this is their thought. They think, well, 20% down, that's what I had to do when I bought my personal house. So if I'm taking that house down, I'm buying that house that's worth and, and listed and retail and rent ready, listed for $200,000, at 20% down, that's gonna take a ton of cash. 20% of 200,000, that's $40,000, plus closing costs, just one closing, and there will be some make ready. So when you're buying a house, typically from a, from a homeowner, from a, uh, a seller that lives in that house, um, that house is not up to property code to be a rental property. There's certain things you need to do for certain types of locks you need to have into place, uh, fire, uh, smoke detector requirements, et cetera. So there is a certain amount of make ready that you have to do as well. But all told, you're probably into that property now for $50,000. Better than the 200 all out of pocket <laughs> that we saw from the, the cash buyer. But if I'm following the Lifestyles Unlimited model, and rather, rather than going after that retail property, I'm buying and renovating a distressed property. I'm using hard money as my tool to help me buy this thing rather than all cash. I'm rehabbing it, renovating it, and then I'm refinancing into long-term debt after it's fixed up. Because now all those deficiencies, the, the unlevel foundation, the the crummy roof, the, the the missing carpet. You can't get regular financing if there's no flooring in a property. I don't know if you knew that, but all these things we've addressed. It's been renovated. Now we can go out and get that conventional loan and put on that 30-year uh, mortgage. Right now, the average out-of-pocket, if you're if you're following this model, is just about to about twenty-five thousand dollars, and that that too will vary by 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 market, of course. But just doing the math on the the numbers I was using earlier would actually even be lower, about eighteen to twenty thousand dollars out of pocket. Just again for that example, buying for a hundred, putting fifty k in renovations in values at two hundred at the end of the day, twenty to twenty five thousand dollars. Can you buy a cash flowing asset for that amount? That sounds pretty feasible. That sounds pretty feasible. Now, how many can you how many can you buy to start? Well, that that depends on you and how fast you're ready to go. And that depends on your capital. How much of that cash do you yourself have that that you can deploy? Now, can you eventually, maybe you can't do, do eight all at once. I couldn't do eight all at once. We did one, then we did another, and then we did another. Can you eventually buy six or eight or, or 10? Yeah, I think so. I went much farther. But I know one thing for sure. You will not get to 10 houses if you don't buy that first one, you got to start with number one. Here's the thing though, six, eight, 10, 20, whatever houses aside, that, that cash flow, coming back to the topic, cash flow, that cash flow from just one house 
And this is what I want you to think about. Getting away from the model and the, the rules of investing and now shifting to you. That cash flow from just one house can and will make a difference in your life. Now, we are looking for houses that cash flow from any, anywhere from $200 a month to 600. That's the net amount that I'm keeping in my pocket at the end of every month after I pay my expenses, 200 to $600. Now, if your market, you, you should set your own criteria, but if, and if your market does not meet the numbers you want, I'm in Dallas, right? DFW. I might want to look somewhere else. Look at other markets. And that's another good thing with Lifestyles Unlimited. We've really been expanding and the Lifestyles Unlimited Realty team is in many markets now across the United States and growing and growing. I've actually got three emails in front of me because we just opened up a new market. This is in South Carolina. And I did my I did some 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 school work in uh, my grad work in, in South Carolina. I, I know the market. I like the market It has a lot going for it. And I've got three emails here all from uh, the same realtor team uh, over there. Uh, first house estimated out of pocket buying with hard money $21,000 $22,000 estimated cash flow from per month 225 that's right about where we we're talking cash on cash return 12 and a half percent next one came out a couple days later from the same realtor $34,000 out of pocket so a little bit higher $220 cash flow per month cash on cash return 8% 7.7 um, Third one came out just recently. Ah, estimated out of pocket again, buying with hard money because it needs work. $14,000. $211 cash flow. That's a 17% cash on cash return. Uh, that cash on cash return, by the way, that's taking that monthly cash flow and annualizing that. In other words, multiplying by, by 12 and then dividing by the um, out of pocket. So we saw 14K, we saw 22K, we saw, I think it was 33K. Right about at that average that we talked about, twenty to maybe twenty-five thousand dollars out of pocket. All of these happen to be cash flowing around two mid mid two hundred, two hundred or so uh, every month. So if your market does not make sense wherever you're sitting, you can go to South Carolina. You can get out of that market. You can you can diversify. You can be in Texas and in South Carolina and in Georgia, where we have a realty team, and in Tennessee. So the, the, the opportunities are out there. The opportunities are absolutely out there. And how does this now help you? Let's say you add that house. You buy that first house. You finally do it. You pull the trigger. You buy that house. It's cash flowing $250 a month. Well, ask yourself this question. What can you do with that cash flow? Retire? No, we're not quite there yet. But can you cover that electric bill? Whew, they're up this this month, aren't they? Yeah, you can cover that electric bill. You can you can cover the the water bill, some groceries, some some portion of your expenses. So you cover a chunk of your outbound monthly cash flow, those expenses with a chunk of inbound cash flow. We call that chunking. It's an idea that you want to get your head around. It's a really good way to break down your family's household expenses for the month for the month and start to break those down and, and pay for those with cash flow. That's where cash flow comes into play. It's not just the safety around the investment because it's cash flow positive, but it's helping my life. And then you add another house. Oh, wow. How quickly? Again, that depends on you, but now you're at $500 a month. How does that feel? Ask yourself right now, how would an extra $500 coming in passively, passively, that's the key, every month help you out? What could you do with these funds?
chunk them at more expenses, then you add another house or two. But that very cash flow that you put together through the process is now slowing you down. It's slowing you down. And I see it all the time. To get to that great life, you you now have to make some hard choices. You you have to cut loose from some of that cash flow. And it's hard to do. <laughs> you know, it's hard to do because what you'll experience is that house that cash flowed $250 a month when you first bought it is now cash flowing much more. 400 500 Over time, rents do go up. Yes, property taxes, insurance, that goes up as well. But a big piece of our expense load is that mortgage. And we've put in a 30-year fixed rate note that stays flat. And over time, that gap does appear. Our cash flow grows. And that temptation to just sit there, on rest on your laurels in essence, and continue to collect that ever-increasing cash flow, it, it's there. It's very tempting. But you've got to reassess. You've got to... We talk about return on equity, looking at your cash flow from that property divided by the equity that you now have. If you divide by the cash you put into it, it's always going to be a good number. It's only going to get better. But you got to divide it by the, the equity that you now have in that property. You're going to find that that is a diminishing number. It's going to get smaller and smaller. So to get to that great life, like I said, you've got to make a hard decision. And one option is to sell that house, let go of that cash flow, and then reinvest. Now, if you like the asset, if it really is a good part of your portfolio, but you are sitting on a lot of cash, a lot of equity rather, do a cash out refinance and then reinvest. Remember what we talked about, eight houses are performing better than one. So I ask you this, what if you now sell that one house that you've had for a little too long, that has got a ton of equity, cash flow is great, but now you reinvest, you sell and reinvest into three more. Aren't three houses going to do better than one? more assets appreciating more assets with equity capture right through the process more assets with equity buildup and, and creating those tax benefits and really more cash flow and that's the analysis you need to do if I sell this one asset that's now cash flowing $600 a month can I take the proceeds and reinvest and replace and exceed that cash flow typically you can if you're buying the right assets doesn't have to be in the same market. You can shift to the market we just talked about, South Carolina, Tennessee, Georgia. Anywhere the Lifestyles Realty team can help you, they're there. They're going to help you. You're going to add more cash flow. Now, does it sound daunting to buy 10 houses? I'm sure it does if you've never bought one. Does it sound daunting to buy just one? Again, you're not going to get to 10, and you're not going to get to that significant cash flow if you don't buy that first one. And that's... That's really where Lifestyles Unlimited can help you. Like I said, we've been doing this for over 30 years, 33 plus. We can help you get over those fears. Everybody has them. My wife and I, we had them. They helped me. The mentors really helped us get that first property. Second one just seemed to fall into place and pop, 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 pop. We'll help you get over those fears. We'll help you change your mindset. Again, as I mentioned earlier on, when we came into this, I was an anti-debt sort of guy. 180 massive turn. In my mentality, thanks to what I learned here, it's made all the difference in the world. We'll help you with that mindset and we'll help you start buying those assets that will cash flow so you don't lose money, so it is cash flowing, so that you create equity and get to your financial freedom. But we don't just stop there. We don't help you find and, and buy those houses. 
but we have a lot of education around being that good operator as well. I mentioned earlier, you know, thinking back to the Great Recession, who fell out at that time? The bad operators. Who's going to fall out in the future when we see what happens with interest rates? Fed's going to take them up again, inflation, et cetera. People are going to lose, lose, lose in this market as well. But the good operators will not. And we help you learn how to be a good operator through the education. We have the realty team to help you find those properties. You, you'll learn about great tools like hard money, hiring and working with contractors so it is passive, so you're not out there swinging a hammer, getting through that rehab, getting through the lease up, taking care of the ongoing management of that property, and then tapping into that equity when it is time to make sure that you keep growing. You're going to enjoy that cash flow. You're going to love that cash flow. It's going to do a lot for you and your family. But keep growing so that you do go from that good life into a great life. You can do it. I want you to go check out our website, lifestylesunlimited.com. If you missed any part of the show, this will be archived there. You can give that a listen. And while you're there, click on the free workshop button, register for that so you can learn more about what we do. Uh, the five ways we make money and, and everything, a lot, a lot of what we just talked about. In fact, you'll get some case studies around numbers on houses and, and apartments as well. And ultimately, it comes down to this. It's not the money. It's the lifestyle. You have a great day. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit LifestylesUnlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.